Hello, everyone. Um, I know that I've been gone for like almost two and a half weeks, and I do sincerely apologize. Um, two weeks ago, I was dealing with a lot of like um, issues with like Spotify, and I um came out with an episode that was called uh like how to manage a depressive episode and it was like by far my most favorite video podcast episode to film and so I was just so devastated that it didn't even it wasn't even on Spotify like it was not even on Spotify and it kind of pissed me off a little bit but it was like a glitch I don't even know what the hell happened but um Sorry in advance that some of y'all did not get a chance to even watch the video episode, but you can actually listen to the audio version on Apple Podcasts. So just in case you didn't watch it, um, you can listen to it. Um, but I do sincerely apologize. I do, you know, apologize for just taking taking like another week off. Um, I had some summer i had spring break and my break went by so fast but also in between my break i didn't do shit like i honestly did not do dish- i did not do anything i just really had a very hard time getting out of my bed and actually doing productive things i just didn't have the i don't know the motivation to do it um but that's what's been going on recently but um i do apologize like i said and i hope to be on our scheduled regular programming where we just, you know, each, you know, episode, new episodes every Wednesday, every Sunday, you know. Um, but anyways, um, let's get into today's topic. So childhood and adulthood are very important parts of life from, you know, a toddler to a fully mature person there are various scenarios that we face. And I think both phases are different from one another in terms of um, innocence or responsibility or freedom, etc. Um, and we all hear that like conversation by our parents or maybe any other individual family member to enjoy your teenage years. But we all look at them differently. I think now we can all say that being a, you know, being a uh, teenager in today's society is so mentally draining because it is. And that's the truth. Um, for what has been going on for, pa- for the past three years or actually shit, for, that's been going on for like a long ass time. You know, it's quite just so it's so sad because I think a lot of people that were, for example, want to have kids and shit like that. They don't want to have kids because they don't think it's fair to bring a child into this world, especially with with what's going on now. Um, and I think a lot of people have their disagreements and their judgments towards anyone that has that sort of opinion. But like, it's their choice, and I think it's kind of like a good choice because who would who wouldn't want to bring a child into this world? I mean, come on, like I think since I was brought into this world and I experienced mostly not everything, but some things. And I would, I, I would never want to put my child through that shit. Honestly, it is a part of life. I do get that. But also at the same time, it's like, no, 
But um, I think also as teens, we, you know, we deal with a lot of bullshit and trauma, you know, and maybe it's because, you know, parents are getting a divorce or losing a loved one. It could be anything really that sort of damaged your viewpoint on, on life. But this is something that other teens, including myself, don't really know about because we were all told at well told that our teenage years are our happiest and we should enjoy them while they last. But I think the only phase that I'll miss is probably my childhood rather than my teenage years. As a child, you know, you're kind of just free to do whatever whatever the hell you want. And you're free to just be yourself. You're free to just be in the moment. And that's something that I'll miss the most. The time where I was just feeling freedom to do whatever the hell I want, where I was actually feeling happiness. I wasn't just feeling, or I didn't have like this um, sudden happiness once in a while. I was actually just feeling happy. Um, I didn't have to worry about any responsibilities. I didn't have to worry about li- nothing really, right? Because, you know, all, our parents always tell us that you don't have to do anything. You I mean, you don't have to worry about anything. That's our job, blah, blah, blah. And I think as I got older, I started to worry about like the actual, the actual like financial issues and stabilities um, from my, like with my parents and stuff like that, because, you know, we're, we're not like, I wouldn't say we're, we have money, but we're, we're pretty sturdy with money. I mean, we're pretty good with it, but we don't, I mean, we do have our struggles then and there. I mean, and having struggles is completely normal, especially with financial issues, um, which I never really opened up about because I feel like, you know, I don't want to sit here and sound like a mopey bitch but like i mean my parents did struggle with money just a little bit sometimes but like they always had a way to just try to like find a solution and make sure that solution was long lasting and it wasn't just gonna be a one like a one-time solution and it was just gonna help them in that moment like they've done their shit they've tried to have they they try to provide me with the best childhood ever and although I thank them for that. There's some moments in my childhood that I will obviously, obviously miss, but there's some moments where I would not miss because I feel like I, I feel like I saw a lot of shit that I was not really supposed to see at like maybe like six, seven, eight, you know, but I try to look on the positive of my childhood because I feel like, like I said, that was the time where I was like really happy. And that's the time where I was like, just fully being myself. <sighs> I didn't give a shit about anyone else. Like I was just in the moment. But then as I got an older, I started to actually care about how I looked, how I acted, how I said things and how I dressed, how, you know, I started, I just started to have minor insecurities once I've gotten older. And I don't know if that's because of society and the society standards, or if it's just like, it just happens because we're just teenagers and we kind of, we're growing up in a sense. But I feel like I wish I can keep that happiness from when I was a child, and I really wish I could keep that confidence when I was a child to this day, because if I kept that confidence, I feel like I will be fully confident right now, but I don't know. Um, but anyway, anyways, we're, we're going to actually get into like the actual, some, I want to say like pros and cons, but some of the like aspects of being a child and also being an uh, adult. Um, since I'm turning 18 next year, which is like very scary, like honestly, the time has flown by so fast that like next year I'm turning 18 and it's completely insane to just say, cause it's just like, I remember just being 15 and being stupid, but like, 
the fact that I'm turning 17 next year is completely insane. I don't even know how to like really put it in words. It's just like, uh, like where has the time gone? You know, like, and there's some moments where I just sit in my room and I, I just think about the most, like the most happiest times, time periods of my life when I was a child or just in my life in general, you know? And I just think about like, damn, time has flown by so quack, quack. Time has flown by so fast, damn. So anyways, let's get into some of these um aspects, I guess. So in terms of like financial independence, right? Um, during childhood, we are not aware. Sorry, I need to take a deep breath. I just did like a, I did, I did like a workout and I, I was on a treadmill and I was like running out of breath and I feel like I, I'm still running out of breath. (gasps) Okay. Anyways. (laughs) So during childhood, we are not, you know, really aware of like the financial fact and conditions of our family. But while growing as a teenager, we slowly start understanding the financial um, conditions of our family. And as we grow as an adult, we get a sense of like earning and helping our parents in a financial manner. Some people start earning from a very young age due to financial crisis, but in normal family, in normal families, it is considered that when a child completes his or, you know, her, um, her education, then only he would be financially or she, um, will be financially independent to fulfill his or her needs in monetary terms. But I, here's the thing. So when it comes to money, um, I think there's like a whole conversation about like, if you made the money and you're trying to save the money and your parents are asking for money, you have every right to say no because it's my money, you know? But then if they pull out the card saying like, well, I do everything for you. Like I've birthed you. Like I did this, I did that, blah, blah, blah. Like that's just like, get sh- that's sort of like to get you under your skin a little bit and just make you feel horrible by not giving them money. Like, I'm not saying it's not, you know, I'm not, I'm not saying like, if you give your parents money, that's like bad. Like it's not if, cause you know, it's your parents, you know, you want to help them out, help them out, you know? But if you're not at a place where you're kind of just like, you know, ready to give your money out like that, because you know how your parents are, then like maybe just step back a little bit and just say no, you know? But I think that's a whole com- that's like a whole conversation that we're, we're going to have we're going to have later because uh, but um i think that but that conversation about like you know if you don't give your parents money they kind of like give you like a little bit of like a this like oh i i raised you i gave you everything like i i provided i i provided you with like a roof over your head blah blah, blah. like that card right because they just think that they're being like i don't know like they're being disowned or like they're they just can't believe it. They're shocked. But like it's your money. Like if you're making the money and shit like that, then you don't have to give your money out to someone. It doesn't matter if it's your parents or your friend. Like you don't have to do it. Um, especially if you're like, you know, getting money from your parent from their parents from doing chores. I mean, it is your money for I mean, you're kind of working for you're kind of working for the money. So it is your chore money. And if you want to save it, and that's the thing. I I will be so, I will be honored to give my parents money, like if they need it, right? But like, I feel like now I'm not, I don't have a job. I don't have a job where I'm making good money, really. And if I, I don't have like, I have very little money. So like, I can't really give them, if I make $50, right, from like 
I don't know, doing like a chore or just helping someone out. And then they just paid me like 50 bucks. I don't know. And my mom or my dad asked me for like 20 bucks. It's like I get a little bit like, uh, I don't know, because like it's 20 bucks out of the 50. I have 30 left. You know, I kind of just get very wary of my, about my money, but like not too cocky in a sense. Like I start to like really think about it and then, you know, make the right decision if I want. Well, not the right decision, but like I will make like this the final decision if I whether or not I would like to give them $20. But like, I mean, I won't mind. But like, I think before I was like so critical about it. Like I really didn't like every like any money that I would get, I would just secure it and keep it safe. And if my parents asked me for it, I would be like, no, like, but I feel like now it's a little bit different. I mean, I don't, I won't mind because I don't have anything that I'm like sort sort of like saving up to get, you know, in a sense. Um, but like, I mean, I am trying to save my money, like, of course, but like, um, I know that if I, if I would like give my mom money, she would pay me back in an instant. Um, because she always kept that vow. And even her, even my, my mom, mom as well, her mom, kept that valve like you know if, she, if my mom would give her money then she would give it back to her and and let me tell you my mom never lied about that she would actually like I remember giving her like maybe I don't know I think I gave her like maybe 20 or something like that and I like demanded her to like pay me back but like she actually paid me back and I'm like I knew my mom was gonna pay me back like there's just no way that she's gonna lie here and say like I'm not I'm gonna pay back and then she never pays me back like listen I will be at your doorstep if you seriously forget to pay me on this day. Like if you say, oh, John, I'll give you the 20 on like Thursday, right? Thursday comes, no money's in my bank account. I will be at your doorstep. It'd be like, where is my $20? Because no, no, no. But anyways, um, anyways, let's just move on. So four, four, what did I say four? Like, wait, why did I even say four? Um, anyways, freedom. <laughs> so though it might be like argued that like adults have more responsibilities than children, they also have like a greater degree of freedom. One of one example is traveling. Children can often, can very often not even travel accompanied, whereas an adult can go wherever they want and whenever they want, you know? And another example is deciding what to do with your, with their day. You know, adults do not, do not need to ask their parents permission if they want to go out to see friends or do a little shopping. By contrast, you know, children usually need to ask for their parents if they're allowed to do certain things, and they certainly cannot do them during school hours, blah, blah, blah. Like, if you know, I think, you know, obviously, I mean, that's not wrong to hear, to care about your children, you know what I'm saying, like, and care about their safety. Like, it's not wrong. I think maybe once they get a little bit older, they start to be more, like, sort of defiant or more, like, um hesitant to even listen to your rules about like you know you need to be in here by like 11 p.m blah 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 but like they're teenagers we're, we're you know we're, we we kind of just do some dumb shit and we are not mature yet <laughs> like we're just trying to live life as much as we can before we enter adulthood but like i don't want to grow up too soon you know what i'm saying like that's just i'll get into that in the end of this episode um anyways innocence so childhood is often you know, defined as a period of, like, innocence, wherein we are shielded from the challenges and difficulties of life. And by contrast, it is often argued that part of being an adult involves facing up to these challenges head on. But however, I think many people say that, in fact, children are not as innocent 
as you would believe them to be and that they are perfectly capable of understanding difficult situations. For instance, a parent's illness with maturity and emotional depth. Parents often find that shielding their children from unpleasant facts can simply frustrate the child or make it even hard for them to even face such facts head on in their life. Like if their if their child is being disrespected like by their parent or something like that. Like they're going to and they're forced to apologize to their parent for I don't know, being yelled at. That is like basically telling your children that like or your child that like, you know, when they enter a relationship like that, in the future and they're being yelled at and they're being like harassed and shit like that by their partner or whatever, that that behavior is totally okay. And they have to apologize for their behavior. And I think that's not a really teachable lesson to your child. That's just basically teaching them that like certain behavior behaviors do matter and some don't. But like, instead of that, we should be teaching our child to sort of, stand up for themselves and make sure that they never feel disrespected or if they do ever feel disrespected, that they can stand up for themselves no matter what, no matter what age that person is, does not matter. If they're feeling any slight, if they're feeling any slight disrespect towards them, you know, they have every right and every duty to just give that same energy back. But like that is, from some parents, because some parents might you listen. If you're a parent and you're you're you're, you're gonna probably disagree with me, you're probably gonna be like, "Oh shit, I got like." But like honestly, like there's a lot of like I feel like if I would have a kid, you know, I feel like I would just teach my child. I feel like more lessons that Gen Z, like that Gen Z now is sort of like sort of sharing now on TikTok and like all social media, like about what you should do with the child and how you should raise them, blah, blah, blah. But, like, here's the thing. I think there's a lot of parenting out there that par- – well, a lot of parents parents that are using different parenting techniques for their children. And, like, I'm not judging or saying, like, how someone should, like, raise their child. But, like, if you want your child to be someone that you would probably want them to be, then go by what you need to do in order to make your child just, I don't know, a better human being. I don't know. I mean – Tell them that mistakes are normal to make and making mistakes is a part of life and it's a part of actually like, I don't know, finding success. I don't, I don't even know. Anyways, I don't know what I was getting into that for, but like, anyways, um, let's get into like identity. So as children, we are often seen in relation to our parents, the child of so-and-so, right? However, as adults, we're identified in different ways. For instance, by our job, by our, you know, education or by our hobbies and interests. And it may be asked, though, whether this is an intrinsic difference between children and adults or whether this is simply due to to the ways in which um, other people view us differently when we are children and when we are adults. Let's get into parenthood now because I'm really into this. So as children, we look up to our parents for love and guidance, right? Obviously, because they're our parents. Though this is still a feature of our relationship with our parents when we become adults. As adults, we you know also become parents ourselves. Moreover, very often, our experiences of childhood help to shape the types of parents that we become 
during adulthood. Like I said in the beginning, but I couldn't really explain it really well. Um, and in their in their turn, you know, our children may use us as their models when they when they when they come to be parents themselves. Thus, it is important to always strive to be a loving, good parent as we are thereby setting a good example for our children to follow. That is true because I feel like I carry a lot of my traits from my parents and maybe not the good traits, but like I do carry some good traits. But I feel like, you know, if you're ready to become a parent, I think it's like the said strive to be a loving and very good parent a very open parent and understanding your child's emotions and understanding where they're coming from shit like that just understanding them better and sort of being there for them and caring for them loving them giving them giving them as much attention and love and shit like that just be there for your kids because they need you even though you kind of don't want them to need you but you kind of do but like just I think there's a lot of beneficial resources out there that can definitely help you raise your child better that you will want them to be raised as like you want them to be a very successful you know person in life you want them to feel like you know when they make mistakes that they don't feel bad about making a mistake that's totally totally okay everyone makes mistakes and you know sort of you only live, you know, tell them that you, you know, they only live once and it's their life. They can do whatever the hell they want and just teach them confidence and teach them respect and sort of teach them guidance about how to treat other people. All that shit. Anyways, let's get into Skittles. Oh my God. I said Skittles. Did I say Skittles? I don't know. Skills. So as adults, we tend to like have a wider range of skills than children do and i think for example um adults can like drive a car right and joined up handwriting or like do more complex mathematical sums and so on and these are things that children either find difficult to do or are even legally forbidden to do nonetheless it is also it's it's also true that children sometimes have like a greater um appetite for learning new skills than adults do and it is said for example that it is easier to learn a you know second language fluently as a child than it is as an adult but there are you know there are definitely definitely differences between childhood and adulthood however this distinct Oh my god, I can't even say the word. What is it called? Distinction? 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 <laughs> Distinction? I don't know how to say it. Um, it's not always as like sharp as we initially think. And of course, you know, everyone is an um, individual with their own experiences of being a child and then becoming an adult. So, um, to really sort of wrap up this whole aspect of like childhood versus adulthood, um, I think childhood is so essential for a child's development that the, that the government stepped in and gave children the right to just, to a childhood, right? The government passed child labor laws as well as laws against exploiting children in order to protect them and keep that time of their lives free for healthy play and growth. And play is essential to growth. 
areas such as emotional, social, physical, or even cognitive health are reliant on childhood play. But today, I think our children are either giving up or, well, our children, that sounds weird, our children, um, children are either giving up on losing their childhood to other pursuits. And I think childhood is supposed to be free from overwhelming stress and responsibilities. You know, like certain types of stress and responsibilities are healthy, but they should occur in small doses in a very like healthy environment. And school is an excellent example. Like it's the overwhelming stress and responsibilities that can take our, well, that can take the children's childhood away that we want to avoid. Um, I think some, also, I think, you know, some children have voluntarily exchanged their childhoods for the virtual world. You know, gaming and virtual reality have become a very serious problem for the youth. But like the time children spend in front of a gaming system or computer takes away from the physical and like social development that is vital to, you know, healthy growth and maturity. In addition, um, parents and teachers have begun promoting academics to unhealthy degrees, you know, worrying about children, you know, falling behind has spurred many teachers and parents to overload children with extra classes and extra homework, which takes away from children's free time, not just at home, but like in school as well. Recesses and even physical education have been shortened and sometimes can even be canceled and replaced instead of instead with more time for academics, academics, academics. My gosh. Like I, I remember like in kindergarten or like maybe like maybe second, third, fourth grade. Um, you know, if one person that was in the class would disrupt the class and just cause just a lot of ruckus and horrendous acts in the class, you know, not only they will be also, um, sort of, pay for their mistakes the whole class would pay for their mistakes for that person's mistakes for no reason and I never got that you know that the person that the person did that to themselves why do we have to pay for their actions it doesn't make sense like to this day I still I don't even understand why some teachers still do that I don't even know if they still do that but like that's just take that person out of the class talk with them but like don't punish the whole class for their actions. And so that led to maybe no recess and having to do homework instead. Like I remember if like we didn't finish any homework or if we had a you know an issue of not you know not getting the homework done um by this specific date, you know, then we would have to stay behind and not like go outside and see all the kids having fun. And I think is that a life lesson down the road? Is that sort of foreshadow- like foreshadowing like what can happen in the future once we have a job where we're not going to get nice things? Maybe. But like it just feels horrible that like we ha- like some kids will have to just sit in class and just watch the other kids have so much fun. And maybe like some of the kids might even brag into their face like, ha, I'm having fun. And then they don't even get in trouble for it. Like, listen, 
I don't understand that shit. Like, I'm sorry I didn't get the, you know, the homework done. But, like, can I at least have some playtime? I mean, shit. Like, there's just some things that happen in school that I feel like is just so crazy. And I think school now, I feel like it's maybe my school since I'm online. I think they're really striving towards helping kids with mental health issues. And I'm not saying that's, like, a good thing. I mean, I'm not saying that's a bad thing. Like, I'm, it's so good that they're finally having this sort of stand-up um, action of actually providing resources for, like, students like me with mental health issues, like anxiety, depression, whatever, or feeling stressed or feeling overwhelmed with homework and shit. But, like, they're kind of causing the homework. They're kind of – they're causing the over – the overworking – routine of just handing out as much homework and as much tests and quizzes as possible to these kids but like let's also like set up a program for them to like also go to to complain about the homework and the tests and quizzes but like i think honestly in retrospect our childhood yes it could be freeing you can have no responsibility but I feel like you do have a responsibility at such a young age that, for example, teachers sort of endure onto us. Like, shut up. Like, don't speak when you're – like, don't speak when I tell you to speak or don't disrupt the class. Or if you raise your hand and you don't get picked on for answering a question that you're really passionate about and you kind of, like, voice your opinion about, like, how why am I not getting picked? And then they, they even punish you. I remember that – I was in kindergarten. And I don't know if anyone rem- remembers this, but like I was, they, my teacher did, I, mind you, I didn't, I did not like this teacher. She was not my favorite. I despised her. She was mean as hell to the other children. And she was just a bully, honestly. And I was always scared to go in class every single day because of this teacher, like the students fine, but like the teacher I, did, I was scared to go to school every day. And I think that's when I started to not like school at all. I feel like I wasn't learning anything. I was just there to be punished. I was there to just shut up and just be a good test taker and not an actual learner. So I remember in class that she did this thing where she had the, she has with flashlights to point at a letter or something like that in a word. I forget what it was exactly, but it was something that was involving flashlights. And she would pick on people that would raise their hand and have them come up. And I I kid you not, I raised my hand so much. And I kid you not, I think she saw me and she was going to choose me, but then she didn't. And she chose the person next to me. Like, girl, you didn't see me? And I know it sounds so immature, but like saying it now, but like, it was kind of funny looking back, but I, I think I actually voiced my opinion about it. And I was like, why does us kids, the ones that are actually trying to, trying to get this opportunity to like go up there. I don't know why I said, I said something that was defending myself and she like was smirking and she was like very passive aggressive saying like, okay, John, okay, give it up for John. Now he can go, ch- now he can go change his color. Do y'all remember the, the, the color changes where we like, where we would, uh, sorry, I, I was like talking gibberish. Where we would like change our color to like red, green, yellow, blue, or think I think like that. Was was there that? Was there like a purple? I don't think there's a purple. Um, and if we were like maybe talking twice after being told not to talk, you know, we would have to flip our card from green to yellow, 
And then if we did something really bad, we would have to switch our car to like red. And that was something I was always freaking scared of. I kid you not, I tried my best to avoid that color changing chart as much as possible, but that was not happening because I I quite changed my colors a few times. Now looking back, that shit didn't even define anything. Like they're like really they're just colors. And it's like to it's like to make you believe like the like I don't know, but it was so horrendous. I don't know. There's a lot of moments in my childhood that I honestly do not miss at all. And I would never go back to, but there's some moments where I'm like, you know what? I would love to go back to that. Um, but anyways, um, I hope you guys enjoyed today's episode. I'm so sorry. I have been gone for so long. Um, it's been like more than like two and a half weeks, but it's felt like a month, but, um, I'll, I'll see you guys Sunday. If I'm doing a video episode, I don't know if I am. Um, and I hope you guys enjoyed today's episode and I'll talk to you guys later. See ya.